Welcome to Talking Not Ranting. My name is Alistair Field. And my name is Greg Smith. You've dropped in our current topic series, The Struggle to Be a Good Manager. In today's episode, no, not stickies. <laughs> okay. Okay, folks. This is uh, this is a trail over from the last uh, the last session. So we'll get into it. I'm looking forward to this one. Greg and I had uh, a long discussion about whether this one was going to happen. We had to kind of feel each other out about how we feel about this. But uh, I think I actually think this is going to be a really good conversation. I think we're going to have a good expression of crunchy and joy <laughs> on this one. I agree. I agree. And I think our differing backgrounds is it's just going to be perfect in this conversation. I, I agree. It should be fun. Okay, let's set the stage. Greg and I have been friends for a long time, and Greg is back. Dude, where's your tan? Hey, what do you mean, where's my tan? It's there. It's just I was only there for uh, five days. And, uh, you know, the golf course, Keeping I was, I was following the instructions, putting the lotion on, making sure I didn't get burnt. Uh, it was actually beautiful. We were down in Orlando golfing, which uh, it was fantastic. And um, uh, lots of fun. The, you know, it's so nice to see green and just the warmth. You know, one, a couple mornings we were out early and it was a little crisp, but the balloons were up. You know, the air, air, hot air balloons were up and blue skies. And man, it was, it was, it was pretty gorgeous. And then to come back today, we got snow. And, and I heard that New York is like, New York City's like got a big uh, worry out, like a big dump coming. Like, hey, what month is this? Well, I've been waiting to take my my winter tires off, and I, I just won't do it yet, dude. I'll just I'll just make one observation. Then I'm gonna leave it. You're wearing like almost a white shirt, and I can't tell that you've been in the sun. Well, you know what? That's uh, yeah. I, that's kind of sad. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's get back to work here. Now, Greg and I have both been managers for a long time. We've both benefited from other people assisting us in our management development. In every episode, we're going to discuss a situation where we and others have perhaps missed the mark. We'll start at the perspective of the employee and then move on to the manager and other things. We're going to discuss how we have observed others successfully manage these situations and have learned from them. And we're always going to have an underlying theme of a good discussion. I, I do think we're going to have a, a really good discussion today. I think it's going to be a good discussion. So, no, not stickies. You're part of a conversation, meeting, or presentation where the latest in approaches is used to facilitate the conversation. Maybe a chalkboard, a whiteboard, a flip chart, smart screen, smartphones, and yes, maybe even stickies are used. And you experience some or all of the following. Everything seems to screen participation, but you know the decision has already been made. People are more pleased with themselves using the trick rather than what the conversation is about or if it's even successful. The conversation is more about the trick, the method used. No one is really listening to what people think. Is this just another way to show falsely that the presenter is clever or forward-thinking? You dread what is next. How much does this cost and for what results? So, Greg, how does this affect our relationships and the work environment? Well, you know what? This is a really this – is, this is a tricky conversation because, of course, I do a lot of these things. Really? Yes. I, uh, and I actually believe strongly that um, planful uh, off-sites uh, can be powerful, and normally they are powerful. But I think what we're talking here is a couple things. Um, nothing more frustrating. So as an employee, there's been nothing more frustrating when I've been 
told that there's an offsite, not given any information, or or really believe that there's no purpose, no like some of the things you've talked about here, that there's no uh, likelihood of the input being used, then it just gets frustrating. So um, if the case of the situation as you describe it, and I even have a hard time actually listening to it because it drives me nuts when people don't put thought into it and it's not authentic and it's not open and there's not great intention to kind of capture the insights and ideas of others, that just drives me bonkers. Uh, however, in the situations where I've been in, where it, and they've been few and far between, but where this has occurred, it's like it's a waste of time. It's, it's uh, you know, especially these days when things are just so busy and there's so much going on. Like I just don't have time uh, for, for going away if it's not really going to contribute to anything. And, you know, people will leave because if you get known as someone who is all show and, and doesn't really care about and connect with folks and, and that, that isn't even thoughtful in their planning – you know, you're, you're not going to want to go. People aren't going to show. People are going to be sick. People are going to make excuses. And um, these things can cost money. You know, some people are more reasonable than others. No names included. <laughs> but, you know, uh, they can be super expensive. Man, in the heydays years ago, we'd have big things. And um, I remember once when a guy brought a, 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 a part of a jet airplane to get everybody excited about the future. And I think, man, that was madness. But it's, but it's madness when there's no thought or, you know, when you think it's all just show. Uh, people will read right through it. I have had uh, throughout my careers, through every organization I've worked with, I've had great experiences in this area. I've also had a couple experiences that, like, why did I show up? They've already decided. No one's listening to what I, you know, I got things to do. And uh, I think there's two stories that kind of pop up. One was the head of the organization uh, came to speak to a group of us, a big group of us, and they set it up like an interview. And they had, like, they'd thought, given a lot of thought to it, and so FAQ type of questions about what was going on. And one person interviewed the head of the organization. And the questions were good. Like they were, you know, there were hard questions, some of them, very direct. And then there was a period of, of Q&A after that. It was like, this is one of the best things I've ever been. The trick was the interview format. Mm -hmm. But it was so good. And I got more information out of that than in a series of talks and emails and bulletins over weeks and weeks and weeks previous to that. I thought, this was a really good idea is is slick is like your you know is the production value was good and it was just so informative and i remember going back into my you know years and years ago i was on this special unit in the police and somebody had the idea that we we're going to have a monthly update meeting and i went to two of them it's like no thought no agenda no control so I ended up not going to the most of the time because you know, i worked in a busy place there was always things to do and to go to this meeting uh, it isn't just the hour or two hours that it was going to take. It's, it's okay. I can't do anything in the morning if it's in the morning. And it's one of these things that's so frustrating, right? And it, the, the trick was we're going to have this monthly update meeting. And it was just, it was just not helpful to me. And, and so I ended up passing on it most of the time. Yeah, I think you're, well, you know, one of the things that's interesting, there's a lot of great technology these days, like you said, that you can use that can engage and connect with people. And that's all good. But if you're not going to use it, then it's useless. I agree. 
So let's get down to some common sense things that uh, can probably help in this situation. Things that I've seen people just do really, really well and I've learned so much from them. So the first one, I think we, we've already mentioned it, be authentic in everything you do. Yeah, and I would say the other thing is be planful, authentic and planful. Because I think if you are planful and you really think about what you're trying to achieve and how do you engage others in the process, you're calling people together, but you have a beautiful opportunity to tap into the knowledge, whether it's a monthly update. I love that interview process that you talked about. I've been at those too. And I've been at them when you have like live questions coming in and Boy, oh boy, you talk about authenticity. When I was at Campbell Soup, we used to have town halls. And the town halls, we would go up and we would have some, we'd ask for questions ahead of time, but we would open it up. And there were tough questions. Uh, but, but you know what? Just deepen trust when you, when you really were thoughtful about it and when you're authentic about it. It, was, it could be really powerful. But when, uh, when people just, just uh, don't plan it, and it's just for show, all the little knickknacks and tools and technology of the world won't make it any more than it is. I like that question thing you talk about. Uh, I've been in some sessions where you can anonymously send a, a question. It, you know, they had everybody download an app. And so when, when the, the pre-planned part of the program went and they said, we're going to open up for some questions. So you can put up your hands or uh, just uh, open up this app and, you, and you'll give us an anonymous question. And just opening it up and just, hey... We want to, you know, we want to hear what your concerns are and what your questions are. And if the, you don't, if you want to be anonymous, that's fine too. Yeah. I've also had them years ago and now the technology is really caught up is having uh, rating yeah. in the middle of it, which is really Or surveys powerful. or surveys. surveys. That's yeah. what I mean. So, yeah. so how, how likely do you think this is going to happen on a scale of one to five? Boop. Mm-hmm. You know, <laughs> but if you're, if you're open to it. Absolutely. That then creates great uh, avenues for dialogue. If you know, if you do something like that, and people, the average is two point five. Hey, let's talk about it. What what's what's in the way of you not believing that's going to happen? So, but but it's risky, my friend. You got and you got to be ready to do something. Well, that's it, and you have to be brave, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I have all the respect for a leader that says, "Yeah, send send us a bunch of anonymous questions, and we're we're going to try to answer them." And if we can't, we're going to tell you when we're going to get back with some of those answers if we can. I like that. That that to me is actually leadership, right? I agree. And the method to facilitate something shouldn't be the star of the show. And and one of the things I laugh at sometimes because I just want to have a good discussion. I want to hear some information. I want an opportunity if I have a question or a comment to be able to say it. That's what I'm looking for in any of these things. And a couple of times people kind of introduce the, the method that we're going to have this thing. And it's like, you didn't discover fire or sliced bread. Okay, mm-hmm. let's just get to it. Like it shouldn't be the star. It should be a tool that we use to get there. Uh, I agree 100%. And a couple of things I would say, you know, I said be, uh, we, you need to be planful, but you can also be overplanned. Like you, that you don't allow the natural fluidity and relationship and dialogue to happen. I've seen that too. And I have also seen where, man, I know I was excited about a new tool and then, and then everything's planned around it. And then it's so confusing or complicated or it doesn't work and your whole intention uh, falls apart. So yeah, don't get lulled by the shiny new tool. Um, to your point, it's a, it's a, it's a mechanism to support great dialogue or, or great planning or whatever the core outcome is. 
Don't don't fall on the tool. And we we said this this phrase. Um, I think it was last last time we um, uh, recorded a, a session. But don't peacock. <laughs> if we're gonna have a conversation, let's have a conversation. You're not the best person in the world, but you're an important person at this moment. And we're gonna have. And I'm important because we're gonna have a conversation. All of us are. So don't peacock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, you know, uh, everybody's seen the peacock, how they spread their uh, their feathers to make it uh, make themselves look great. And, you know, there are those people who, especially in uh, offsites, there's usually presentations. There's usually uh, people leading certain sections. And, uh, you know, again, it's your intention. If you're there to um, make people think you're smart or if you're there to uh, make others uh, um, uh, be, be better than others, then, then it's not going to work. Um, you know, know what your intentions are and know what your role is. And again, it goes back to that authenticity. Be real. And talk to people. Look them in the eye. Have a conversation. This tool you're using, this technique, is, is just a way to facilitate that conversation. The conversation is the most important thing. Yeah, you know, we had, I think it was last podcast, we talked about the a couple of folks uh, in a couple of sessions that I've been in recently and some data that I've seen that says the future is increased AI and deepening relationship. So it's funny because those seem to be the opposite. And I think what we need to think about is that it is still about relationship. AI and technology and tools can help advance the conversation. But in the end, at the core is the conversation, whatever that conversation needs to be. And if the conversation takes off and goes off script, that's just so good. Turn off the slideshow or whatever it is you're using and, and seize that moment. It's great when things go kind of off the side and you find out, oh, this is the issue. Well, we hadn't thought of that. Well, we need to pursue this and you know, maybe put some time parameters on it, but certainly deal with it. If we get that nugget that comes out that we weren't expecting, we need to be all over that. Well, that was like that that example I give you with a survey, the live survey. That actually happened. It was like a couple of companies ago, and uh, uh, we we did the survey, and uh, it was it was around likelihood of implementation, and out of five, it came out two point five, and uh, the president at the time said, "Wow, that's not good," um, and he he said, "I appreciate the honesty in the room." that you're willing to tell us that you don't. And I'd love to dive deeper into what are the things we could do to increase that per percentage, that perception. And we broke into groups. We changed the agenda. We had a powerful conversation. There was a couple things. It wasn't that big. But that leap of trust that happened in that moment, to your point, huge, huge. But you have to be willing to say, whoa, thank you. And uh, can we dive deeper? Well, that's that bravery, right? That's that leadership. That's, you know, that's what you expect out of your leaders. If something comes up that that's that good and we have the opportunity to deal with it, that we step into that. Yeah, yeah. I agree 100%. And facilitating a conversation doesn't mean that you have to have total control. Yeah, no. And often it's it's in the in the it's just creating the space for the dialogue to happen. The best facilitators create the space for those safe, brave spaces that we talked about, for those voices to come out, for those ideas to 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 emerge. Um, and often they're on the edge of control. Now you don't want to get out of control, 
because it could go. I've been in meetings where they just got really out of control. But in those cases, you just got to call it and say, listen, I this really isn't being productive. I, there's a lot of heat in the room. Uh, I, 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 what I hear is these are the two big issues that we're dealing with. I think we need to take this, we need to take a breath and I think we need to take a focus, but I'm committed to making this happen. Sometimes you got to do that because it's, it, it, it's spinning out of control. I agree. I agree. And have support people available. If, um, you're using something really complicated and, uh, you aren't that familiar with it, then make sure you have that person in the room with you. Yeah, that's, yeah. Always, you know, and and what that does is uh, if you are a, uh, a leader that is leading or facilitating the process, I always have a producer that's available. Someone who actually does behind the scenes things because sometimes you, you need that because often everything, there's things that always fall apart or you don't have the right information or whatever that is. And so it's good to have that available. So the light just went off in this room that we're working. So uh, I guess I'm the producer tonight. So I'm just going to go turn on the light. Yeah, that's a great, that's a great thought. Here we go. We're in the middle of this conversation around things that can go wrong and the light's going up. Oh, there it goes. So I guess it's a motion detecting light and we're just too still. Well, what we've learned over two years of doing podcasts is you don't want to be moving around, scratching, anything can, these mics want to record anything other than our voices. So uh, that's pretty funny. Yeah, exactly. You've, you've taught me well. Too well, maybe. Yeah, well, I think it was threats. I don't know if it was teaching, but. That's uh, right. Uh, and everything isn't about your next job interview or promotion. Years and years ago, I was working in an organization and you always do when promotion was coming up because there was a whole bunch of special presentations and people were, you know, grasping things like PowerPoint and stuff. And I went, oh, okay, you know, there's a promotional process coming up. So people are, are laying track for their conversations, uh, for their interviews when they get interviewed about whether they should be promoted or not. So I just, uh, uh, it's funny, you, you can kind of sense it sometimes in organizations when somebody's uh, angling for a new job or something, they become very proficient in something and they want to execute it. So, yeah. And you know what? We all kind of fall into those spaces, I think. So, you know, it is, this is where purpose is such an important, and I know I've talked about Priya Parker a whole bunch of times, but she is like the, just the master in purposeful gatherings. And so whether that's gathering an offsite or a meeting or whatever it is, but always ask yourself, what's the purpose and, and is it required uh, and how do I enhance engagement and connectivity and participation? Thinking about those things before will help prevent yourself from being swept up into the, oh, I got to do this to look good. Because we all fall into every once in a while, I got to do this to look good thing, uh, to check off a box or whatever. So uh, just challenge yourself. And if anything gets in the way of connection, it's a barrier. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's the, I mean, if you're gathering, people are gathering. The only purpose for people to gather is to connect, to share, to learn. Uh, and so if there's a barrier in front of that, then get, get out of there. And the next part of that, uh, this is about people. Technology or new ways to facilitate a conversation must make people the most important component. Mm-hmm. For sure. And if it adds some comedy or laughs to lighten the mood, that could probably be a good thing. Well, you know what? Like today when the lights went out, right? You got to have some fun with it. You got to go with the flow. And some people are easier going at the flow, but just don't get 
uh, I think when we become too dependent on a process, too dependent on a technology, too dependent on a framework or a structure, sometimes that makes us get grumpy. And uh, just know that stuff happens and uh, acknowledge it and, and pivot. And uh, often that comes with uh, comedy or laughter because you, you got to. I mean, I, I've had so many situations where stuff has just blown up and uh, um, I just had to pivot. Well, there's this one person, very good public speaker, was speaking to a group of us and something happened to the mic. And he just put the mic down, stepped into the kind of the group of us, said, can everybody hear me? Yeah, okay. And he started talking and then they fixed the mic and he waved them off because he was in the group, mm-hmm. like standing in, you know, where all the rows were and stuff. And he just had a great connection. He's like, I'm not getting back on that stage. There's mm-hmm. no way. This is working. And I, I thought, wow, that, that was a great lesson. You know, he was a little frustrated by it and he just handed it off and he, he did what he knew he had to do which was to have a conversation with people. So he stood down off the platform and walked into the group and just had a great conversation. And, uh, you know, everybody kind of swiveled around their sta- in their chairs a little bit. And uh, everybody had a little chuckle. He had one too, and he delivered. Yeah, and you know, that's really hard for some people. We all have different personalities, and I do a lot of work around assessments. And some people, the one Colby, if you're a quick start, initiating quick start, this, this is a flow I am. I can just flow with the flow. Um, my wife Josette and others that I know are are not. They're uh, uh, they're a, um, uh, a less of a quick start, and and with them, it's really hard to shift. They're focused on the process and going forward. In all cases, no matter where you are, when stuff doesn't work, breathe. Just take a couple breaths, smile, and uh, then you'll see the way out. It's just when you get wound up and you don't breathe, hold your breath, you never see the way out. Well, what I like about these types of scenarios is as somebody sitting there in the audience or whatever you want to call it in the group, and you see how the person goes, okay, well, we're not going to use the mic. And now I'm I'm coming into the group and I'm talking to you. And then when the situation gets resolved, no, I like being down here talking to you guys. Mm -hmm. Waves off the mic. To me, that, that just them doing that says so much about the person and how important this conversation is. Mm-hmm. I agree. I agree. Now, as employees, there are a couple of things we can do to assist. When someone wants to jumpstart a conversation, that's a really good thing. Yeah, I agree. If the facilitation process gives you an opportunity to contribute, we need to jump in. Yeah, you know, we've always, always said be a volunteer. You know, uh, you have uh, every one of these things – you know, even if it's uh, poorly planned, these can be really good. Uh, you know, I've been to floods that are poorly planned, or even if the you think the decision is going to be already made, it doesn't hurt from you to to for you to be able to participate. So it is tough to sometimes we might get cynical, um, but. Uh, you know, I always encourage participate fully anyways, because you never know. That might be the day that that person opens up and hears something that they haven't heard before. And you don't want to go in closed off. Yeah. And give construction uh, constructive feedback if something isn't working or gets in the way. So if there was a uh, some kind of presentation or group facilitation and it didn't work well and you get an opportunity to talk about it, going in there and just giving honest feedback, you know, not – bitching and complaining, but just, listen, uh, this is what I thought made it difficult for us to speak. 
Yeah, and you know the other thing is, um, you know, if there's technology issues, be that helper. Figure out what you can do. Give your suggestions on how you can pivot. You know, you might be a lot easier pivoting than your boss is in these situations. So, again, if you can help support them, then uh, I think it's a good thing. And sometimes the boss is just trying to reach people. And if you have an an opportunity after the fact or even hopefully before the fact, um, ask what they're trying to get at and and, or address and give them maybe you know the group better. Maybe this is a newer person. Take the opportunity to contribute in a positive way. Yeah, and this is where you may have to be brave because you may, if you participate in a couple of these sessions and you're finding that um, yourself and others aren't as engaged in them, uh, bring ideas forward. Now, that's tricky uh, and and a scary thing to do. But uh, if you really want to be bold and – because sometimes we're just we're, – sometimes we are checking boxes. Sometimes we're just trying to keep up as leaders. And if someone came to me and said, you know, Greg, um, the last couple sessions, I just, I just didn't feel that there was the connection that I'm sure that you're trying to make and uh, get the input that you're trying to do. Um, I've been thinking about it and, and I'm wondering if we could try something like this. That's a great way of contributing. Now, the boss is really just in it for themselves and close-minded. They'll say, thanks, but no thanks. But I bet you 90% of the time they're going to say, oh, that's an interesting th- thought. Uh, can you help participate in it? And then you've built relationship and you've helped the team uh, be more effective as well. Yeah, I like that. I like that. And if there's some process that seems to be aimed at bringing people out or getting people to participate, Ask yourself, why is that necessary? And am I part of that problem? Am I part, am I just off in my little corner not participating and connecting with people? If somebody is going to great lengths to draw people out, to get them to talk about something or participate in something, it's a great idea to think, why is that necessary? Are we not doing that right now? And if we aren't, maybe this is a good thing. Yeah, because it is easy because we've had bad experiences to think about, oh, here we go again. One of these fluffy, um, you know, useless kind of blah, 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 insert words, descriptors here. Um, but but I think it is, we talked a couple of weeks ago about the below the line and above the line approach. You know, below the line is a victim. Below the line is negative. Below the line, it's always this way. Above the line is being curious and being proactive and being a contributor and so I do think that – and the part of this does come from thinking around – obviously, they've put some thought into this. Obviously, they feel that there is a concern and that's why they want to try this new way of doing things. How could I contribute to this? How can I support this? What's behind it? You know, and uh, so I do think they're good questions to ask. And appreciate authenticity. Uh, one, one of the things I love about authenticity is when you see it, you know it. It's hard to describe – It's hard to put a number on it or some shape around it. But if your boss is trying to do something and you see that they're authentic, that is a great thing because Mm -hmm. you don't always get that in the workplace. Yeah. And you know, we we didn't talk about this in the first part about the managers, but I think this is, again, another thing that I always feel so important and that which helps with authenticity is providing context Um, and sharing why you're doing it. Why are you doing this offsite? Why are you doing this meeting? What are you sensing? 
Uh, and and here's your intention behind it. These are your hopes behind it. If you do that and you're authentic, you know, people feel it, that 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 is so powerful. Um, and that will deepen your authenticity. Because sometimes people don't know. How am I supposed to know what you're trying to do here? Um, I, if I don't know you or if you've done things in the past that really don't build my trust, um, what better way? I always coach people to say, hey, you know what? Here's what I'm discovering. Here's what I'm trying. And here's why I want to do this. Um, uh, be more open to that. I like that. That context I think we say that word in almost every podcast that we do. And if I look back over my careers, over all the places I've worked, when that isn't present, it's a very different working environment. It is. You know, and even the, you know, we talked at the beginning, you know, you're rolling your eyes about the new technology or blah, 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 here we go again. But if you are upfront and say, here's why I'm doing this, and we're, we do have some new technology that we're going to try, and because here's what I've read, and I've, you know, you might still be a little jaded, a little bit doubtful, but at least you have a clear picture of what's trying to be accomplished here. And that just, the next point is, is suggesting that, you know, we, we play a role in connection as well. It isn't a one-way street. It's a two-way street, and we need to step up and appreciate it when somebody's trying to connect with us and allow that to happen. Yeah, I agree 100%. And, and sometimes there's kind of a, a comedy element to these things. There's kind of warm-ups. And you know what? It's not my favorite thing to do, but if I'm going to be in that, I'm playing hard. And uh, so I think, you know, if there's a fun kind of warm-up activity, maybe the technology or the technique is, is using that as well, you know what? Play your part. Why not? Yeah, the icebreaker you know, which is, which, which, is, which is good. But, you know, again, what you put in it is what you'll get out of it. And if you, uh, even if it's a little bit uncomfortable, it's something you don't like to do, if you are a volunteer, you step in and be part of it, it's going to be better. Because we do know when energy rises, when people are having fun, the guard is let down and people will contribute more. And if you could be a part of making uh, that time more effective – what a what a great thing to do! Like I mean, you're you're stuck there anyways, so let's uh, let's have the impact. And bosses, same for them. I I used to run a bunch of like United Way things, or I ran a bunch of conferences and stuff like that. And anytime I could get a senior member of management to participate in something, and and sometimes it was funny, like they had to do something or whatever. When one of them was game to do it, like there's people who go, yeah, what do you need me to do? Yeah, I'm fine. What? Yep, yeah, I'm in. And it really does humanize everybody and people connect better. They say, oh, wow, he got up there and did that. That's so funny. And when they laugh at themselves as well, and it's a good time and everybody sees that everybody's kind of equal in this thing, that's a wonderful way to start off something. Yeah. I may have told this in one of the stories, but before one of our podcasts before, but that happened once when I was uh, in a place, we had a dunk tank and it was for a charity that we had. And um, the most senior guy from Britain was there. And he was, uh, like, he was smart. He was like a brain, like, unbelievable finance guy, dressed to the T. He had, like, his, his shoes were probably more worth more than my suit at the time is when we wore suits. And I asked him if he would participate in this because I knew, boy, if he would, 
it, it would just it would ripple through the whole set organization. The set the right? tone. And so he disappeared. I thought, oh, okay, guess he didn't really feel comfortable with it. And uh, next thing I see is him come walking out in in a pair of shorts and a shirt and brown socks and these thousand dollar shoes. Um, he had gone to Walmart and bought the, this on his own and uh, and came back and he went in the dunk tank. You know, for years later, people talked about it. And to your point, they changed. His his connection with that whole Canadian organization completely changed because people saw him as real uh, and just saw him laugh and that type of thing. Because you know, no one had ever seen him. They always thought he's a really serious guy and he wasn't a bad guy. But all of a sudden, they saw a little another side of him. And so you're right. When you can, especially if you're the leader, find a way to uh, to jump in. Literally. <laughs> wrap up, Greg. Yeah, I think, you know what? My wrap up would be, uh, you know, I was, I was a crunchy on this one when you first, when I first read. Really? Fruit. Yeah, yeah. No, not stickies. Cause this is hitting me in the heart. And when I first read it, I could tell that you'd had a couple bad experiences. And when I first read it, I thought, man, don't, don't paint everything bad. Uh, um, and then we got talking about it and this is really just about intention context and planning. And, uh, um, and so if, if your intention is to really connect with people and to really get uh, participation, off-sites, team building, all these things are amazing things to do. Um, and, uh, and provide the context up front why you're doing it uh, and then be fluid in it. Uh, and don't be overly dependent on one process or technology. Uh, so if you can have those things, then these things work out really, really well. But if you're just doing it to check off a box, if it doesn't fit with anything else, and if really it's just a, a way of looking good or that, just don't do it. It's just not worth it. It's, you're just, you're just going to create more angst and you're going to build a reputation of someone who doesn't care, who's not authentic and who really doesn't want to connect or uh, or listen, I agree with everything you said. And I, I'm glad uh, you gave this subject a, a chance because I, I, this was way better than the conversation I'd envisioned. Because this is what I wanted uh, to come out of this conversation. So it's awesome, and I agree with everything you said. And uh, I've had so many good experiences in this area, but I have had a couple really bad ones. And and for some of the reasons that you've talked about, but one of them was uh, I don't think people were being honest about what it was about. They weren't being authentic. And, and you know, it was frustrating, but there's been so many of these uh, type of things that have been good. And uh, I don't mind cracking a couple jokes and jumping into something. I'm good with that. You know, the icebreakers and all that stuff. I'm good. I'm, I'm good as participating. I'm good as a target. It's all good. Uh, and I'm not against stickies. I just want people to understand um, we are in uh, Staples Studio again, and they have a whole row of stickies here. And I love stickies. And there's only one person in my house that likes them more than me, and that's my granddaughter. And so when she's over and I'm working in my office, I usually get a visit a couple times a day. And, and she takes the stickies and she makes all sorts of art. And I have a whole wall of sticky art, which I put in the genre of refrigerator art. Yes. And so just so people don't get upset with me, I do like stickies. Well, that's good. And, you know, I, I'm sensing that uh, your granddaughter might be a future facilitator. Huh. <laughs> 
Maybe, maybe, maybe 100%. Maybe. So, so this has been a really good topic and it came out of the discussion we had a couple of days, uh, a couple of weeks ago when you mentioned stickies and I thought, okay, there's a, there's an angle here and uh, I'm, I'm thanking you for, for taking on this topic because it, it turned out better than I thought it would. And it really brought out everything that I was thinking about and more because you are this guy, right? I mean, it's your job to go into places where you don't know people that well and get a conversation going and getting people thinking about things. You are that guy. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, it's really interesting because, uh, you know, be honest with folks, I, you know, when I first started reading it, my emotions jumped up a bit. I thought, oh, come on, give me a break, Alistair. And and then I paused and I, because I'm doing a lot of work around recognizing my emotions. I'm a pretty calm guy to begin with, but still emotions fly. And I thought, what's in this? that is really good here? What can I learn? What's a perspective? And then when I dove deeper into it, because I hadn't seen this one until today, uh, I, uh, I dug deeper. I thought, ooh, there's some rich stuff in here. And yes, I've experienced that too. Yeah, let's have this conversation. So that has nothing to do with the topic that we just discussed. But it is so important for us when something is opposite of what we think we believe or we get that emotional reaction um, same thing as if something goes wrong in the event. Take a couple of deep breaths, reflect and say, what's in here that I could really think about, learn about, grow from? And uh, I'm so I'm glad you pushed on this one because it's helped me even reflecting uh, beyond the topic into uh, how I show up. Well, it was either this one or the expense one. I think they both have a little bit of an edge to them. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Uh, listen, we hope that some of what we spoke about you find helpful. We hope we didn't say anything that you found offensive or made you angry. But um, Greg, your uh, your philosophy. Yeah, we always end with uh, some great wisdom given to me by an early coach who said that, uh, um, you know, with, with my coaching sessions, and I do it now, that uh, you're going to have a little churn and you're going to have a little joy. And the churn is usually when something hits you that maybe makes you uncomfortable, something you need to learn, something you need to think about differently, but it often kind of hits in the gut and you get that little churn and you might get angry. Um, but it's in those moments that there is such great growth and development. So really pause, reflect, just like we talked about a couple of seconds ago and learn from it. And then we also hope that you have joy, things that you're excited about doing that you're thinking, you know, I do that really well. That's good too. So uh, we hope you have a little bit of joy, a little bit of churn, and with both of them, just continue to grow and learn. The sticky is out. The sticky is out, my friend. Physical evidence that I do not have bad feelings about yes, stickies. Yes, good. So we mentioned uh, a couple of weeks ago at our last taping session that somebody from New Zealand uh, had been listening to us, and it was from Wellington. Ah, nice. I cut the data a couple different ways and I found out that the city, so it's Wellington, New Zealand. Mm. Uh, so we've already welcomed them to the club. So today, um, Targu Murez in Romania. Wow. I don't think we've had anyone from Romania before. And the region that they're from is called Transylvania. Wow. You know what? I just read about Transylvania and the story of the the, um, the castle in Transylvania that was the original um, uh, site of, uh, of the Dracula, I think it was. And apparently it's a very beautiful castle. Um, and uh, uh, apparently the, that area is supposed to be beautiful. Like uh, the the geography and uh, the lands, uh, mountainous, very nice. That's cool. So we welcome them to the club. And uh, two 
cities came up from Massachusetts, and I don't didn't want to play favorites, so I thought let's just do them both: Marblehead and Wayland, Massachusetts. Wow. Welcome to the club. Welcome, and we hope you don't get hit by that snowstorm that's going to be hitting the East Coast uh, uh, today. I think so. So. Uh, Thanks, folks. Uh, take the time with the people you work with. They're an important part of your job, your success, or your failure. Talk to you next time. Take care.